to Be Ye Transformed 365 with me, your host, Keisha Robinson, the show that uplifts, equips, and pray our listeners into healing, growth, and transformation. Tune in with us for unmatched truth based on biblical principles, wisdom through revelation, and let's not forget that very expensive PhD degree from the University of Life. Amen. Amen. Let's get to it and talk on purpose. Amen. Glory be to God. This is season five, episode seven. I am your host, Keisha Robinson, and I am so ecstatic to be back with you guys another day. We have not been together um, in about a week or so, um, but do you know God is so good? He is so amazing. He is so awesome. I have not been on vacation. I have not been taking a break <laughs> or a rest. Glory be to God. Your sister has been laboring. Amen. Glory be to God. God is so amazing. I'm so glad that you decided to show up on this morning to give God some face time, to give God some ear time, to give God some glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I pray everybody's off to a great start on this Monday morning. Amen. I pray that everybody had a blessed, a safe, a wonderful 
weekend. Glory be to God. And that you're excited about the dawning of this new day. That you're excited to encounter God on this new day. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. I pray in the mighty matchless name of Jesus that we've been able to squeeze every ounce of wisdom and strength and power out of yesterdays and yesteryears and last week's uh, choices, dilemmas, tests, trials, disappointments, setbacks, rejections. You fill in the blank. Glory, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah. I'm so excited and I pray that that is your testimony as well. I have a great word for you on this morning. I pray that it will encourage, edify, convict if necessary, but please understand that this is a an environment, a safe place to where we do all things in a spirit of love and a spirit of excellence, moving in obedience to what it is that the Father is speaking. Amen. Glory be to God. It is my desire because it is my heavenly Father's desire that we all reach, that we all achieve, that we all become everything that he predestined us to be. And how many of you know that sometimes that means we need to be corrected. Sometimes that means we got to be checked. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. See, the father, a great parent, they chasing those in whom they love. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So whomever this word is for on this morning, I pray you eat your spiritual vitamin. Glory be to God. I pray in the name of Jesus that you give God a ham clap of praise, that you honor him, that you worship him, that you exalt him, that you lift his name on high. Glory, hallelujah, because see, our father has need of you. He has need of you for such a time as this. Playtime is played out. It's played out. Carnality is played out. Glory be to God. You got work to do. Amen. Glory be to God. So make sure that you are not the weapon. Make sure that you are not the stumbling block that's causing you, that's keeping you stuck and stagnant, that's causing you to step into your next, that's causing you from taking hold of what it is that he desires to release into your possession. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. We're going to move forward in our daily confession. And as always, we stand upon Psalms 19 and 14. Glory be to God. Is it okay if I take my time this morning? Glory be to God. Spirit of the living God, I just pray in the mighty matchless name of Jesus that you fall afresh on this morning. Father God, you are the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Keisha. Everything that's attached to me. Oh, Father God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. You better make sure that you put in your name there. You got to know who and whose you are. You got to know where you're seated and you're seated at the right hand of the throne of the Father. You're seated in heavenly places. You got to know that without a shadow of a doubt that you will not be removed from the things in which he's placed in your possession, the things in which he's entrusted you to build the things in which he's entrusted you to move forward, the things in which he's trusting you to steward well. Glory be to God. Oh, Father God, we thank you. We honor you on this morning, Lord God. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, Lord God, may they all be pleasing in thy sight, for you are my rock. You are my redeemer, Lord God. It is you and you alone, Lord God, that I seek and I desire a well done. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, when it's all said and done, Lord God, that is the only validation that is needed. Oh, Father God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus that these words, Lord God, your words, Lord God, 
will feed the hearts, the minds, and the spirit, Lord God, of every listener, Lord God, that they will honor you, that they will exalt you and lift your name on high and give you the glory that is due to you. Oh, Father God, I thank, right, thank you right now in the name of Jesus that this word that is going forth on this morning, Lord God, let them say amen or let them say ouch, Lord God, but let them understand without a shadow of a doubt that the word is being released on this morning is coming from a place of love. Oh, Father God, we honor you on today. Oh, Father God, we thank you for your word of truth, Lord God. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that this word open eyes and open minds, Lord God, that their hearts, Lord God, will be pricked and pierced, Lord God, that they will be in alignment with what it is that you are desiring to do in and through their lives in this moment, in this time called now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we honor you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, as we continue to seek your face. Oh, Father God, we thank you right now for your word of truth. You said in your word that those that worship you must worship you in spirit and in truth. Those are two rules. Those are two commands. And Father God, we must obey. Oh, Father God, you're after obedience in, in, in this set time and season, Lord God, not after sacrifice, not after negotiation, you're after pure obedience from the hearts of your sons and your daughters. Oh, Father God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus that you're revealing and making known, Lord God, every hidden agenda. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we walk with you, Lord God, as we continue and desire to talk with you, Lord God. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that it is you, Lord God, that is getting the glory in and through it all. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, please just do not only bless our, our, our homes and our hands with resources, Lord God, but Father God, give us a double portion and increase, Lord God, of your spiritual blessings in the mighty matchless name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, fill us with your wisdom. Fill us with your revelation. Father God, fill us with uh, um, your divine revelation and understanding in the name of Jesus. Father God, continue to increase a spirit of truth and honesty and transparency in each and every one of your sons and your daughters. Oh, Father God, I ask in the name of Jesus for a double portion of humility to rest and fall heavy upon your sons and your daughters, Lord God. I pray in the name of Jesus for an increase of spirit of compassion and empathy in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that we will not, when convicted, Lord God, turn to wrath and anger, Lord God, but we will humbly submit ourselves unto thee, Lord God, bringing ourselves to a posture of humility. Oh, Father God, we thank you right now for a spirit of repentance that has fallen upon your people in the name of Jesus. Father God, I continue to lift this growing community up to you. Father God, I give it back to you. I place it in your hands. Father God, this is my assignment, but these are your sons and your daughters. Father God, I sit myself down at your feet. I decrease and make room for you, Lord God, to have thine own way. Feel this earthling vessel, Lord God. I understand the word in which you placed in my belly to release on this morning. But Father God, you have free range to move freely as you see fit. Oh, Father God, I honor you in this moment in time. Father God, I believe that you're going to do exactly what you said that you're going to do. That no eye have seen, no ear have heard what it is that you have in store for your sons and your daughters. Father God, in the name of Jesus, these things I ask in your name and I receive it as such and call it done by faith. Glory, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. I'm excited on this morning. I'm excited on this morning because see many of you 
God has given you a great mandate. Many of you, God has attached to your name a great calling. Many of you, God has attached to your name great ministry. Many of you, God has attached to your name an abundance of resources in every, in, in, in every manner for his kingdom, for the upbuilding of his kingdom. The blessing is going to be more than enough for your household and everything that's attached to you. But it's for his kingdom. And so many of us are missing it. We're missing it because of this one thing. And our brother John helped me to understand this message more and more deep on a deeper level. So we're going to be standing upon John 4 verses 23 and 24. And I read that until you're hearing Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, let your word go forth, Lord God, in such a simplistic way, Lord God, so concisely, Lord God, but yet piercing, Lord God, that it will achieve that in which you are sending it out to do in the name of Jesus. He said, who is he? God. God said, but the hour have come and it is now when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit. He's a spirit. He's not a man. He's a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Don't you miss this. Don't you miss this. See, we just can't be hearers of the word. We got to be doers. See, don't you miss this. We, we, we can't be professing and proclaiming one thing with our mouths. And then when we, when we look a little bit closer and get a little bit closer to the source uh, 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 of the things in which we're speaking, there's no agreement. There's no alignment. There's disorder and disconnect. No, no, no more for meshing in the middle. This is what the Lord says, according to John 4. 23 and 24 the hour have come and is now when the true 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 worshipers honest transparent with integrity and character consistency and patterns of behavior when your actions align with your word and they all in agreement with the word of God must worship him in spirit and in truth see these are the ones that he's looking for in this hour in this set time and season, call now. So the topic of today's message is worship and truth and let them work. Oh, it's going to make sense in a minute. It's going to make sense in a minute. Worship and truth and let them work. See, I almost went in and, and, and I had uh, uh, worship and truth and watch him work. But see, that's the problem. Many of us are sitting around waiting on God. God going to do it and God will going to move. And yes, God can and yes, he's able. But I come to tell somebody on this day, on this morning, he absolutely will not. And I'm glad you asked why. It's because he's given us all. He's given us all free choice. He's given us all a will. The way has already been made straight, despite of what your today look like, despite of what your feelings are trying to convince you to believe and to think. It's a finished work. 
But God has given you a choice. He's given you a will to decide. Choose this day whom you're going to serve. I've placed before you, I've placed before you life and death. And then he tells us how to choose. Choose life. Choose life. Lord, I'm going to take you at your word. Regardless of what I see in the natural. Regardless of what I've been through. Regardless of what I've been doing. Regardless of what it is that I'm encountering, standing in, right in this present moment in time. God, I take you at your word. He must worship in spirit and in truth. See, see, God, God is seeking true worshipers. And I need for you to understand something. God hasn't lost sight of any of his children. He knows exactly where we are, as we are. And yet he's searching, he's roaming to and fro this earth, looking for his sons and his daughters who are worshiping him in spirit and in truth. He's looking for the one that he can use in mighty ways. He's looking for the one that he can bless for his namesake. He's looking for the one that embodies his character, his love, his kindness, his grace, his mercy, standing and leading from a place and a posture of truth according to thy word, not thy emotions, our hurts, or our bruises. You better hear the spirit on this morning. Glory be to God. Glory, hallelujah. So if this is the case, then the question becomes, if God knows where his sons and his daughters are, if he knows where his children are, if he knows every hair on your head, why? Why is he he roaming to and fro? Why, Why in this time called now, why is he searching for true worshipers? See, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. See, it's because many, many of us uh, that God has called and, and God has chosen and you feel and you got an anointing and you understand the calling and the, mind, the, the mandate, but you don't have a mind like Christ. Ooh, he said, let this mind that's in Christ Jesus. Let it, let it. It's a choice, free will. Let it also be in you. Glory be to God. He's looking and, and he's searching for the true worshipers, the true, the true sons of God. He knows where you are as you are. See, you can't hide from him. You, you, you can't deceive him. God is not mocked whatsoever, whatsoever a man soweth. That is what he shall reap. See, this is the word of God. These are not my thoughts. These are, are not my, my, my opinions. Th these are not my judgments. These are the words of our Abba. See, God is love. And, and he's a good, good father that desires to shower his children with everything that we are in need of to experience the abundant life that he has promised each and every one of us on this side of heaven. Oh, that we will taste and see that the Lord is good. He wants to bless you. He wants to give you favor with him and with all men. It's running you down, but it can't catch up with you. 
Because see, you refusing to worship him in spirit and in truth. He, he wants to bless you beyond measure for his name's sake, for the upbuilding of his kingdom. But he cannot. Hmm. Because we refuse and we refuse and for many reasons, various reasons to worship him in spirit and in truth. See, I, I need for you to understand something this morning. See, see, God's gifts and his callings are, are without repentance. Whatever he said, whatsoever he has declared and decreed over your name, over your household, over your bloodline, over your ministry, over your legacy, over your business, it shall come to pass. See, I believe, I believe for various reasons, of course, and it's going to be different for each and every one of us. See, so many are called to lead and they've been given a great portion of, of influence. And some, God has given a measure, but he wants to multiply that. He wants to illuminate that. He wants to magnify that. But we're not receiving the abundant measure of God's grace and favor. Because we're trying to skip steps. And see, the truth is, there are no steps to skip. It's a delusion. It's, it's, it's a trap. It's a plot. It's, it's a scheme from the enemy to keep you going around in circles and circles and circles and circles, exerting all your energy and covering little to no ground. It's causing many to, to, to repeat the same old seasons. Because see, you got to understand each step of your process, of your journey, it is essential and it is indeed necessary. And yes, that may mean that sometimes you got to lose to win. And yes, sometimes that may mean you got to suffer for his name's sake. But he's not a man. See, he's not a man that he shall lie. And we're refusing for many reasons to sit down. Because we acknowledge, we are aware that I'm hurt and I'm broken and I'm wounded and I'm trying to go forward and I'm limping and it, and it looks good and, and I appear strong. But what God really wants is for you to sit down Hold yourself responsible. Hold yourself accountable to every choice, every decision, every emotion. And sit at his feet and give him permission to do the healing that only he can do.
See, see, whew. Glory be to God. You've, per you've perfected painting on the face and putting on the smile and you're smelling good and you're looking good. You've perfected faking it until you make it and you go home in the midnight hour when it's just you and your four walls and you think you're all alone. God is there. He sees you. He knows. And you're crying your eyes out. And you're saying, Lord, why me? Why me? Why me? But yet you get up tomorrow morning and you do it all over again. You make sure you put on the right outfit. You make sure you, you put on the best cologne and the best perfume. You make sure you perfect the smile. Glory be to God. And, and see, I get it. Maybe, maybe there was a time in past that that's all you had to hold on to. And that's all you had to get by. But see, I come to tell somebody on this morning, you've been underestimating your growth and his power. Because see, you, 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 you haven't been taking the time to, to sit down as if you think or you've told yourself that God himself would be disappointed in you for sitting at his feet to allow him to give him time to give him the permission to perform and complete what only he can do in that particular area. So you get up every day and you drive forward. And it appears like you have it all together. But you're broken and you're hurt and you're wounded. And you're bleeding on the very people. And you're corrupting every opportunity that he truly indeed has set aside with your name on it. You're cutting and you're wounding what you've been created to help grow, what you've been created and predestined to help heal, to be fruitful and to multiply. You better hear the spirit on this morning. See, see somebody, I don't know who I'm talking to. You keep trying to be the repairer. And God is saying, no, son, no, 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 daughter. It is my desire to restore. There is a difference. God doesn't desire for us to be uh, patch dolls. He desires for us to be restored, for us to be reconciled unto him. He knows your heart. He knows you mean well. But he's not pleased with this approach. It's not, it's not okay. It's not okay. When you know that you're not okay. And you continue to try to drive and to lead forward from a place of brokenness. And the very people that God has placed on your path to be your surrogates and your midwives that help you through this season. You're hurting and you're cutting and you're, you're battering and you're bruising them. 
because you refuse to be still and know that he is God. To allow him time, his time, his time schedule, his timetable, not yours. See, it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to take the time. I mean, truly take the time that you need for God to perform his work. He is the great physician. His word says, when I am weak, then I'm strong. See, this world doesn't need another repair. Not when we have a healer. Not when we have a restorer that is able and is searching to do exceedingly abundantly all we could ever ask or think and imagine if we only sit still, be still and know that he is God. Whatever, whatever it is that got your name on it, can't nobody get in front of the line, can't nobody take what it is that he has for you. I promise you, you're gonna get there. But don't you want to get there whole and healed? Don't you want to get there restored and redeemed? Don't you want to get there reconciled unto him? Glory, hallelujah. See, God gave us the greatest gift of the Holy Spirit. And see, God looks upon those. He's searching. This is his word. For those that proclaim to be saved to be delivered, to be healed, to be whole. That they're redeemed and born again. He looked to them with great expectation that we will worship him in spirit and in truth. That we will worship him in a spirit of excellence, being evidence and example of his grace, his mercy, his goodness representing him to the world as a but God result. You better hear me on this morning. Where, 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 where are the sons and the daughters that's worshiping in spirit and in truth? Because see, you, you may be able to fool man. You may be able to pull the wool over man's eyes, but I promise you, whatever is said and done in darkness, it is a set time and season that God shall reveal it all, bring it to the forefront, and it is done in love because he's after your wholeness. He's after your restoration. It's my prayer that you'll stop running. See, the Holy Spirit is our advocate that lives on the inside of us. He intercedes on your behalf and he leads you into all truth. Why are we so defiant? He does it with love and with empathy and comfort and compassion. And our response should be to clothe ourselves in humility to fall on our knees, to fall upon our faces and immediately seek repentance that ushers us into a realm of true worship. It shouldn't be the opposite. When the spirit of conviction hits your house, you should not be responding in wrath and anger, lashing out at those that God has placed on your path to help you 
in this season. You're going to get to where you're going. Your ass is tied up. Can't nobody ride it. It won't be loosed until you're in position. Why are you prolonging the process? He's after your true worship and repentance. He wants you to allow him time. See, see, your best and your true worship experiences is when we are worshiping God with nothing and no one else. Just you and the Father. And see, sometimes it shouldn't have to take as we grow, as we, we, we mature, as we develop. Stop sipping on, on, on spiritual milk. And increase an appetite for meat. That we know when we need to set ourselves down. We know when we need to go into a period of, of sabbatical and, and isolation because we realize we are not in alignment with what it is that God is doing. It shouldn't have to come to a point to where the very thing that you're trying to hide, the very things that you're trying to conceal becomes and, and, and is made known for the world to see. See, God has assigned somebody somewhere to cover you in the midst of your mess. But you keep mistoring in the grace as a license for more, uh, more abuse because see, you're running from you. It's not the situation. It's, it's not everybody else. He's after something in you. According to Hebrews 13 and 10. We have an altar. One of the very things that hinder worshipers from being, from becoming true worshipers and you're truly called you're truly anointed there's a mighty powerful work that it is that the lord desires to do in and through your life but what's preventing so many from tapping in from from from, from taking hold of it is that you begin to build visible altars that you've made for everyone else. But the one and only true and living God that has absolutely everything that you need. Those, those that worship him in spirit and in truth. Won't you sit yourself down and build him an altar? Allow him, give him permission to take his time and shaping and molding this beautiful new expression of you that this world so desperately needs now. The new you that you need to meet, that you so desperately need to meet now. No more lukewarm, no more half safe, no more meshing in the middle and trying to prove a, prove a point to whomever. But rather, it is my prayer that you begin to declare and decree, when I'm weak, I'm strong. And Lord, I'll sit right here at your feet.
I welcome you into this place. I build you an altar. I need you to settle here. I surrender to your will. I surrender to your plan. I surrender to your timing. For I know fully well, with total confidence, you are not a man that you shall lie. And whatsoever you've declared and decreed over my life shall come to pass. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that he becomes your dwelling place. And in return, you become a safe place, a place of peace and a space of grace. That your cry will be fill me up, Lord, until I overflow with your love and pure worship in spirit and in truth. And I believe that for you. In the mighty matchless name of Jesus, that is my prayer for someone, somewhere on this day, this Monday morning choices. And if that is you, I pray that you put down your toolbox and you make room for the restorer to come in. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Hallelujah. But the hour have come. And it's now. When the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is in search of those who worship him. God is not a man. He is spirit. And they that worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. See, God has a promise for your life. And it's a very, very familiar promise. And I'm going to read this into your hearing. And I'm going to read it to you in the message translation. Because see, far too often, we do all these drive-bys. And we get a little bit of understanding. But God is calling for deeper revelation. Worship him in spirit and in truth. According to Jeremiah 29 and 11, the message translation. And this is the, the Lord speaking. I'll show up and I'll take care of you as I have promised. And I'll bring you back home. I know what I am doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not to abandon you. Plans to give you a future you can hope for. See, God's promises, his promises are yes and amen. I don't know who you are and I don't know where you are. I don't know what you carry. I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what you're battling. But if God has called you to a place and a posture of influence and a place and a position of leadership, whatever capacity that that is, 
If you are toiling and struggling with something that God is tugging on your heart to hand over to him. To stop trying to patch it up. Stop trying to carry around your toolbox to, 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 to repair it. And say once and for all, Lord, I give it to thee. I will not pick it up. And God, I give you time. I give you permission to heal what only you can heal. To touch that place that only you can touch. That I will be made whole. That I will, I will be restored once and for all. He says, I'll show up and, and I will take care of you as I has promised. That's a guarantee. He said, I'm going to bring you back home. I know it's no fun being in the valley. I know it's no fun being in the desert. I know it's no fun when God is calling and drawing you to, 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 to the island of isolation. I get it. I understand. But I, I've been there. But you got to understand, you got to know without a shadow of a doubt. It's because it's necessary. It's something in that place, on that step that you must get before he can release you into elevation. You better hear the spirit on this morning. You cannot continue to drive into force and to plow your way forward. Lukewarm. Meshing in the middle. So if this is you, if this was a gut check for you, if this was a confirming, corrective, convicting word for you, sit yourself down, build him an altar, and let him complete. Give him the time and give him permission to do what he needs to do in your life. So whatever he's trying to do through your life, has clear passage. That when the time comes that you're called upon, when you're released, you go forward in his name and in his power, in his might, by his spirit. Pure, sincere, authentic worship. Glory. Hallelujah. His promises are yes and amen. He knows what he's doing. He has it all planned out. You just got to trust him. He has a plan. Not just a plan, but plans. God has an answer for everything. Nothing catches him off guard just for you. He will not abandon you. He will never sleep nor slumber. He's always there with you. You have to acknowledge his presence. You have to make room for his presence. Won't you build him an altar and tear all the other ones down and do so in faith and on purpose. Glory, hallelujah. As always, as always, it was a blessing another opportunity to be with you, to sit with you, to pray with you, to conversate with you, to edify you. 
that we will all take our rightful place to build the body of Christ. And it is in Jesus' name. I believe this with every fiber in my being. Your time is now. Until next time, be blessed in the Lord. In Jesus' name. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are across the globe. Glory, hallelujah. Welcome to this Monday Morning Choices. Amen. Glory be to God. This is Season 5, Episode 7. I am your host, Keisha Robinson, and I am so ecstatic to be back with you guys another day. We have not been together um, in about a week or so, um, but do you know God is so good? He is so amazing. He is so awesome. I have not been on vacation. I have not been taking a break <laughs> or a rest. Glory be to God. Your sister has been laboring. Amen. Glory be to God. God is so amazing. I'm so glad that you decided to show up on this morning to give God some face time, to give God some ear time, to give God some glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I pray everybody's off to a great start on this Monday morning. Amen. I pray that everybody had a blessed, a safe, a wonderful weekend glory be to God and that you're excited about the dawning of this new day that you're excited to encounter God on this new day amen glory hallelujah I pray in the mighty matchless name of Jesus that we've been able to squeeze every ounce of wisdom and strength and power out of yesterdays and yesteryears and last week's uh, choices, dilemmas, tests, trials, disappointments, setbacks, rejections. You fill in the blank. Glory, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah. I'm so excited. And I pray that that is your testimony as well. I have a great word for you on this morning. I pray that it will encourage, edify, convict if necessary, but please understand that this is a an environment, a safe place to where we do all things in a spirit of love and a spirit of excellence, moving in obedience to what it is that the Father is speaking. Amen. Glory be to God. It is my desire because it is my heavenly Father's desire that we all reach, that we all achieve, that we all become everything that he predestined us to be. And how many of you know that sometimes that means... We need to be corrected. Sometimes that means we got to be checked. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. See, the father, a great parent, they chasing those in whom they love. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So whomever this word is for on this morning, I pray you eat your spiritual vitamin. Glory be to God. I pray in the name of Jesus that you give God a ham clap of praise, that you honor him, that you worship him, that you exalt him, that you lift his name on high. Glory, hallelujah, because see, our father has need of you. He has need of you for such a time as this. Playtime is played out. It's played out. Carnality is played out. Glory be to God. You got work to do. Amen. 
Glory be to God. So make sure that you are not the weapon. Make sure that you are not the stumbling block that's causing you, that's keeping you stuck and stagnant, that's causing you to step into your next, that's causing you from taking hold of what it is that he desires to release into your possession. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. We're going to move forward in our daily confession. And as always, we stand upon Psalms 19 and 14. Glory be to God. Is it okay if I take my time this morning? Glory be to God. Spirit of the living God, I just pray in the mighty matchless name of Jesus that you fall afresh on this morning. Father God, you are the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Keisha. Everything that's attached to me. Oh, Father God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. You better make sure that you put in your name there. You got to know who and whose you are. You got to know where you're seated and you're seated at the right hand of the throne of the Father. You're seated in heavenly places. You got to know that without a shadow of a doubt that you will not be removed from the things in which he's placed in your possession, the things in which he's entrusted you to build, the things in which he's entrusted you to move forward, the things in which he's trusting you to steward well. Glory be to God. Oh, Father God, we thank you. We honor you on this morning, Lord God. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, Lord God, may they all be pleasing in thy sight for you are my rock. You are my redeemer, Lord God. It is you and you alone, Lord God, that I seek and I desire a well done. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, when it's all said and done, Lord God, that is the only validation that is needed. Oh, Father God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus that these words, Lord God, your words, Lord God, will feed the hearts, the minds, and the spirit, Lord God, of every listener, Lord God, that they will honor you, that they will exalt you and lift your name on high and give you the glory that is due to you. Oh, Father God, I thank, right, thank you right now in the name of Jesus that this word that is going forth on this morning, Lord God, let them say amen or let them say ouch, Lord God, but let them understand without a shadow of a doubt that the word is being released on this morning is coming from a place of love. Oh, Father God, we honor you on today. Oh, Father God, we thank you for your word of truth, Lord God. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that this word open eyes and open minds, Lord God, that their hearts, Lord God, will be pricked and pierced, Lord God, that they will be in alignment with what it is that you are desiring to do in and through their lives in this moment, in this time called now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we honor you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, as we continue to seek your face. Oh, Father God, we thank you right now for your word of truth. You said in your word that those that worship you must worship you in spirit and in truth. Those are two rules. Those are two commands. And Father God, we must obey. Oh, Father God, you're after obedience in and, and, and this set time time and season, Lord God, not after sacrifice, not after negotiations. You're after pure obedience from the hearts of your sons and your daughters. Oh, Father God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus that you're revealing and making known, Lord God, every hidden agenda. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we walk with you, Lord God, as we continue and desire to talk with you, Lord God. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that it is you, Lord God, that is getting the glory in and through it all. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Please just do not only bless our, our, our homes and our hands with resources, Lord God, but Father God, give us a double portion and increase, Lord God, of your spiritual blessings in the mighty matchless name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, fill us with your wisdom. Fill us with your revelation. Father God, fill us with... Uh, um, 
your divine revelation and understanding in the name of Jesus. Father God, continue to increase a spirit of truth and honesty and transparency in each and every one of your sons and your daughters. Oh, Father God, I ask in the name of Jesus for a double portion of humility to rest and fall heavy upon your sons and your daughters, Lord God. I pray in the name of Jesus for an increase of spirit of compassion and empathy in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that we will not, when convicted, Lord God, turn to wrath and anger, Lord God, but we will humbly submit ourselves unto thee, Lord God, bringing ourselves to a posture of humility. Oh, Father God, we thank you right now for a spirit of repentance that has fallen upon your people in the name of Jesus. Father God, I continue to lift this growing community up to you. Father God, I give it back to you. I place it in your hands. Father God, this is my assignment, but these are your sons and your daughters. Father God, I sit myself down at your feet. I decrease and make room for you, Lord God, to have thine own way. Feel this earthling vessel, Lord God. I understand the word in which you placed in my belly to release on this morning. But Father God, you have free range to move freely as you see fit. Oh, Father God, I honor you in this moment in time. Father God, I believe that you're going to do exactly what you said that you're going to do. That no eye have seen, no ear have heard what it is that you have in store for your sons and your daughters. Father God, in the name of Jesus, these things I ask in your name and I receive it as such and call it done by faith faith. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, glory be to God. I'm excited on this morning. I'm excited on this morning because see many of you God has given you a great mandate. Many of you, God has attached to your name a great calling. Many of you, God has attached to your name great ministry. Many of you, God has attached to your name an abundance of resources in every, in, in, in every manner for his kingdom, for the upbuilding of his kingdom. The blessing is going to be more than enough for your household and everything that's attached to you, but it's for his kingdom. And so many of us are missing it. We're missing it because of this one thing. And our brother John helped me to understand this message more and more deep on a deeper level. So we're going to be standing upon John four verses 23 and 24. And I read that into your hearing. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, let your word go forth, Lord God, in such a simplistic way, Lord God, so concisely, Lord God, but yet piercing, Lord God, that it will achieve that in which you are sending it out to do in the name of Jesus. He said, who is he? God. God said, but the hour have come and it is now when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit. He's a spirit. He's not a man. He's a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Don't you miss this. Don't you miss this. See, we just can't be hearers of the word. We got to be doers. See, don't you miss this. We, we, we can't be professing and proclaiming one thing with our mouths. And then when we, when we look a little bit closer and get a little bit closer to the source uh, 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 of the things in which we're speaking, there's no agreement, there's no alignment, there's disorder and disconnect. No, no, no more for meshing in the middle. This is what the Lord says, according to John 4, 
23 and 24. The hour have come and is now when the true, true, true worshipers, honest, transparent, with integrity and character, consistency and patterns of behavior, when your actions align with your word and they all in agreement with the word of God, must worship him in spirit and in truth. See, these are the ones that he's looking for in this hour, in this set time and season, call now. So the topic of today's message is worship in truth and let them work. Oh, it's gonna make sense in a minute. It's gonna make sense in a minute. Worship in truth and let them work. See, I almost went and, and, and I had uh, uh, worship in truth and watch him work. But see, that's the problem. Many of us are sitting around waiting on God. God gonna do it and God will gonna move. And yes, God can and yes, he's able. But I come to tell somebody on this day, on this morning, he absolutely will not. And I'm glad you asked why. It's because he's given us all. He's given us all free choice. He's given us all a will. The way has already been made straight. Despite of what your today look like. Despite of what your feelings are trying to convince you to believe and to think. It's a finished work. But God has given you a choice. He's given you a will to decide. Choose this day whom you're going to serve. I've placed before you. I've placed before you life and death. And then he tells us how to choose. Choose life. Choose life. Lord, I'm going to take you at your word, regardless of what I see in the natural, regardless of what I've been through, regardless of what I've been doing, regardless of what it is that I'm encountering, standing in right in this present moment in time. God, I take you at your word. He must worship in spirit and in truth. See, see, God, God is seeking true worshipers. And I need for you to understand something. God hasn't lost sight of any of his children. He knows exactly where we are, as we are. And yet he's searching, he's roaming to and fro this earth, looking for his sons and his daughters who are worshiping him in spirit and in truth. He's looking for the one that he can use in mighty ways. He's looking for the one that he can bless for his namesake. He's looking for the one that embodies his character, his love, his kindness, his grace, his mercy, standing and leading from a place and a posture of truth according to thy word, not thy emotions, thy hurts, or our bruises. You better hear the spirit on this morning. Glory be to God. Glory, hallelujah. So if this is the case, then the question becomes, if God knows where his sons and his daughters are, if he knows where his children are, if he knows every hair on your head, why? Why is he, he roaming to and fro? Why, why in this time called now, why is he searching for true worshipers? See, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. See, it's because many, many of us uh, that God has called and, and God has chosen and you filled and you got an anointing 
and you understand the calling and the mind, the, the mandate, but you don't have a mind like Christ. Ooh, he said, let this mind that's in Christ Jesus, let it, let it. It's a choice, free will. Let it also be in you. Glory be to God. He's looking and, and he's searching for the true worshipers. The true, the true sons of God. He knows where you are as you are. See, you can't hide from him. You, you, you can't deceive him. God is not mocked whatsoever. Whatsoever a man soweth, that is what he shall reap. See, this is the word of God. These are not my thoughts. These are, are not my, my, my opinions. Th these are not my judgments. These are the words of our Abba. See, God is love. And he's a good, good father that desires to shower his children with everything that we are in need of to experience the abundant life that he has promised each and every one of us on this side of heaven. Oh, that we will taste and see that the Lord is good. He wants to bless you. He wants to give you favor with him and with all men. It's running you down, but it can't catch up with you. Because see, you're refusing to worship him in spirit and in truth. He, he wants to bless you beyond measure for his name's sake, for the upbuilding of his kingdom. But he cannot. Because we refuse and we refuse and for many reasons, various reasons to worship him in spirit and in truth. See, I, I need for you to understand something this morning. See, see, God's gifts and his callings are, are without repentance. Whatever he said, whatsoever he has declared and decreed over your name, over your household, over your bloodline, over your ministry, over your legacy, over your business, it shall come to pass see i believe i believe for various reasons of course and it's going to be different for each and every one of us see so many are called to lead and they've been given a great portion of of influence and some God has given a measure, but he wants to multiply that he wants to illuminate that he wants to magnify that but we're not receiving the abundant measure of God's grace and favor because we're trying to skip steps. And see, the truth is, there are no steps to skip. It's a delusion. It's a trap. It's a plot. It's a scheme from the enemy. To keep you going around in circles and circles and circles and circles, exerting all your energy and covering little to no ground. It's causing many to, to, to repeat 
the same old seasons. Because see, you got to understand each step of your process, of your journey, it is essential. And it is indeed necessary. And yes, that may mean that sometimes you got to lose to win. And yes, sometimes that may mean you got to suffer for his name's sake. But he's not a man. See, he's not a man that he shall lie. And we're refusing for many reasons to sit down. Because we acknowledge, we are aware that I'm hurt and I'm broken and I'm wounded and I'm trying to go forward and I'm limping and it, and it looks good and, and I appear strong. But what God really wants is for you to sit down Hold yourself responsible. Hold yourself accountable to every choice, every decision, every emotion. And sit at his feet and give him permission to do the healing that only he can do. See, see, whew, glory be to God. You've, per you've perfected painting on the face and putting on a smile and you're smelling good and you're looking good. You've perfected faking it until you make it and you go home in the midnight hour when it's just you and your four walls and you think you're all alone. God is there. He sees you. He knows. And you're crying your eyes out. And you're saying, Lord, why me, why me, why me? But yet you get up tomorrow morning and you do it all over again. You make sure you put on the right outfit. You make sure you, you put on the best cologne and the best perfume. You make sure you perfect the smile. Glory be to God. And, and see, I get it. Maybe, maybe there was a time in past that that's all you had to hold on to. And that's all you had to get by. But see, I come to tell somebody on this morning, you've been underestimating your growth and his power. Because see, you, 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 you haven't been taking the time to, to sit down as if you think or you've told yourself that God himself would be disappointed in you for sitting at his feet to allow him to give him time to give him the permission to perform and complete what only he can do in that particular area. So you get up every day and you drive forward. And it appears like you have it all together. But you're broken and you're hurt and you're wounded and you're bleeding on the very people. And you're corrupting every opportunity 
that he truly indeed has set aside with your name on it. You're cutting and you're wounding what you've been created to help grow, what you've been created and predestined to help heal, to be fruitful and to multiply. You better hear the spirit on this morning. See, see somebody, I don't know who I'm talking to. You keep trying to be the repairer. And God is saying, no, son, no, 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 daughter. It is my desire to restore. There is a difference. God doesn't desire for us to be uh, patch dolls. He desires for us to be restored, for us to be reconciled unto him. He knows your heart. He knows you mean well, but he's not pleased with this approach. It's not, it's not okay. It's not okay. When you know that you're not okay, And you continue to try to drive and to lead forward from a place of brokenness. And the very people that God has placed on your path to be your surrogates and your midwives that help you through this season. You're hurting and you're cutting and you're, you're battering and you're bruising them because you refuse to be still and know that he is God. To allow him time his time, his time schedule, his timetable, not yours. See, it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to take the time. I mean, truly take the time that you need for God to perform his work. He is the great physician. His word says, when I am weak, then I'm strong. See, this world doesn't need another repair. Not when we have a healer. Not when we have a restorer that is able and is searching to do exceedingly abundantly all we could ever ask or think and imagine if we only sit still, be still and know that he is God. Whatever, whatever it is that got your name on it. Can't nobody get in front of the line. Can't nobody take what it is that he has for you. I promise you, you're going to get there. But don't you want to get there whole and healed? Don't you want to get there restored and redeemed? Don't you want to get there reconciled unto him? Glory, hallelujah. See, God gave us the greatest gift of the Holy Spirit. And see, God looks upon those. He's searching. This is his word. For those that proclaim to be saved, to be delivered, to be healed, to be whole. That they're redeemed and born again. He looked to them with great expectation that we will worship him in spirit and in truth. That we will worship him in a spirit of excellence, being evidence and example of his grace, his mercy, his goodness. 
representing him to the world as a but God result. You better hear me on this morning. Where, 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 where are the sons and the daughters that's worshiping in spirit and in truth? Because see, you, you may be able to fool man. You may be able to pull the wool over man's eyes. But I promise you, whatever is said and done in darkness, it is a set time and season that God shall reveal it all. Bring it to the forefront. And it is done in love. Because he's after your wholeness. He's after your restoration. It's my prayer that you'll stop running. See, the Holy Spirit is our advocate that lives on the inside of us. He intercedes on your behalf and he leads you into all truth. Why are we so defiant? He does it with love and with empathy and comfort and compassion. And our response should be to clothe ourselves in humility to fall on our knees to fall upon our faces and immediately seek repentance that ushers us into a realm of true worship it shouldn't be the opposite when the spirit of conviction hits your house you should not be responding in wrath and anger lashing out at those that God has placed on your path to help you in this season, you're going to get to where you're going. Your ass is tied up. Can't nobody ride it. It won't be loosed until you're in position. Why are you prolonging the process? He's after your true worship and repentance. He wants you to allow him time. See, see, your best and your true worship experiences is when we are worshiping God with nothing and no one else. Just you and the Father. And see, sometimes it shouldn't have to take as we grow, as we, we, we mature, as we develop. Stop sipping on, on, on spiritual milk and increasing appetite for meat that we know when we need to set ourselves down. We know when we need to go into a period of, of sabbatical and, and isolation because we realize we are not in alignment with what it is that God is doing. It shouldn't have to come to a point to where the very thing that you're trying to hide, the very things that you're trying to conceal becomes and, 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 and is made known for the world to see. See, God has assigned somebody somewhere to cover you in the midst of your mess. But you keep mistooring in the grace as a license for more, uh, more abuse because see, you're running from you. It's not the situation. It's, it's not everybody else. He's after something in you. According to Hebrews 13 and 10, we have an altar. One of the very things that hinder worshipers from being, from becoming true worshipers 
and you're truly called, you're truly anointed. There's a mighty powerful work that it is that the Lord desires to do in and through your life. But what's preventing so many from tapping in, from, 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 from taking hold of it? Is that you begin to build visible altars that you've made for everyone else. But the one and only true and living God that has absolutely everything that you need. Those, those that worship him in spirit and in truth. Won't you sit yourself down and build him an altar? Allow him, give him permission to take his time and shaping and molding this beautiful new expression of you that this world so desperately needs now. The new you that you need to meet, that you so desperately need to meet now. No more lukewarm, no more half safe, no more meshing in the middle and trying to prove a, prove a point to whomever, but rather it is my prayer that you begin to declare and decree when I'm weak, I'm strong. And Lord, I'll sit right here at your feet. I welcome you into this place. I build you an altar. I need you to settle here. I surrender to your will. I surrender to your plan. I surrender to your timing. For I know fully well, with total confidence, you are not a man that you shall lie. And whatsoever you've declared and decreed over my life shall come to pass. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that he becomes your dwelling place. And in return, you become a safe place, a place of peace and a space of grace. That your cry will be, fill me up, Lord, until I overflow with your love and pure worship and spirit and in truth. And I believe that for you. In the mighty matchless name of Jesus, that is my prayer for someone somewhere on this day, this Monday morning choices. And if that is you, I pray that you put down your toolbox and you make room for the restorer to come in. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Hallelujah. But the hour have come and it's now when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is in search of those who worship him. God is not a man. He is spirit. And they that worship him must worship 
in spirit and in truth. See, God has a promise for your life. And it's a very, very familiar promise. And I'm going to read this into your hearing. And I'm going to read it to you in the message translation. Because see, far too often, we do all these drive-bys. And we get a little bit of understanding. But God is calling for deeper revelation. Worship him in spirit and in truth. According to Jeremiah 29 and 11, the message translation. This is the, the Lord speaking. I'll show up and I'll take care of you as I have promised. And I'll bring you back home. I know what I am doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not to abandon you. Plans to give you a future you can hope for. See, God's promises, his promises are yes and amen. I don't know who you are and I don't know where you are. I don't know what you carry. I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what you're battling. But if God has called you to a place and a posture of influence and a place and a position of leadership, whatever capacity that that is, if you are toiling and struggling with something that God is tugging on your heart to hand over to him, to stop trying to patch it up, stop trying to carry around your toolbox to, 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 to repair it, and say once and for all, Lord, I give it to thee. I will not pick it up. And God, I give you time. I give you permission to heal what only you can heal. To touch that place that only you can touch. That I will be made whole. That I will, I will be restored once and for all. He says, I'll show up and, and I will take care of you as I has promised. That's a guarantee. He said, I'm going to bring you back home. I know it's no fun being in the valley. I know it's no fun being in the desert. I know it's no fun when God is calling and drawing you to, 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 to the island of isolation. I get it. I understand. But I, I've been there. But you got to understand, you got to know without a shadow of a doubt. It's because it's necessary. It's something in that place, on that step that you must get before he can release you into elevation. You better hear the spirit on this morning. You cannot continue to drive into force and to plow your way forward. Lukewarm. Meshing in the middle. So if this is you, if this was a gut check for you, if this was a confirming, corrective, convicting word for you, sit yourself down, build him an altar, and let him complete. Give him the time and give him permission to do what he needs to do in your life. So whatever he's trying to do through your life, has clear passage. That when the time comes that you're called upon, 
when you're released, you go forward in his name and in his power, in his might, by his spirit. Pure, sincere, authentic worship. Glory. Hallelujah. His promises are yes and amen. He knows what he's doing. He has it all planned out. You just got to trust him. He has a plan. Not just a plan, but plans. God has an answer for everything. Nothing catches him off guard just for you. He will not abandon you. He will never sleep nor slumber. He's always there with you. You have to acknowledge his presence. You have to make room for his presence. Won't you build him an altar and tear all the other ones down and do so in faith and on purpose. Glory, hallelujah. As always, as always, it was a blessing for another opportunity to be with you, to sit with you, to pray with you, to conversate with you, to edify you, that we will all take our rightful place to build the body of Christ. And it is in Jesus' name, I believe this with every fiber in my being. Your time is now. Until next time, be blessed in the Lord. In Jesus' name.